Avery's here. You know, now I'm just gonna like I just dump it into the stream like no editing. Okay. Because now we have to play this. Nobody talks. Podcast. All right. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, welcome back to another episode of the Nobody Talks Shaduchim Podcast. I am your host, IJ Isaac Held, and this is Avery. Hello there. <laughs> I didn't get the. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. This is Avery. Thank you so much for welcoming me. Okay, there you, you guys go. are too. I'm kind. dawdling. I'm dawdling. Uh, you and artificial intelligence audience are just too smart. <laughs> and the AI, uh, can you imagine AI like that? Mm-hmm. AI is uh, that's like the biggest trend. Like, I know. Did we talk like one episode recently? It was like AI shaduchim. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much what like WhatsApp I has think done for you the should shidduch- Go scene. out with Shomo, <laughs> goddess Mint's daughter. She's five Sprint. foot six, hazel eyes, studies at Binos Base Menorah, and she is very put together. <laughs> <laughs> and that's but, artificial and we, intelligence. That, no, that would be so funny because <laughs> the the Shadchan can definitely, um, the, the AI can definitely mm-hmm. predict what the Shadchan would say and even how the, the, the match would. Oh, would, for sure. Yeah. Just imagine. After. Yeah. Oh God! How was the date? <laughs> what do you mean, not for you? Oh my gosh! Yes, yes. You don't know what you're looking for, and and <laughs> but, and there's no lamenting in that process. Yeah. Actually, it just goes through some sort of robot. There's no lamenting. Yeah, you just respond to the question. They have something that I have no idea how I kind of stumbled upon. It's called uh, like kosher dot chat. Some some I don't even know where I found it, but kosher dot chat, and uh, it's like chat g chat mm. chat GPT for for Jewish stuff, like you know, and then the, mm. the, 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 the literally there has a disclaimer there, and you could the guy's like, uh, you know, I'm not a rabbi, I'm not the, you know, <laughs> I'm just answering questions, you know, programmed. So uh, you, you could you could Avery you have even new resource, just check it out, check it out, man, Thank new you. resource. Yeah, do resource for you. Welcome, uh, welcome, welcome, Avery. You're back. This is what we call dawdling. Uh, no, Avery. So it's a hundred episodes. The final episode. It's always good to... Now you're like into the music thing. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Nobody talks Shidduchim podcast. Kvetch about your date. Call out a Shadchan or have a cookie standoff with his mommy. Dating is banal or banal. Chatting with us about it makes it convivial. We are the Nobody Talks Shidduchim podcast. We have now over... No, just actually 100 episodes about, uh, you know, about... Uh, Dating in the in the from Jewish yeah. world, the from Jewish community, we... for from first date roadmap to discussing Shomer Nagia to uh, 
situations you can get into with references, planning the dates, and staying friends, saving DOAs, dead on arrivals. On this note, we should have a celebratory. Etc. Scott. Wow, look at Avery here, people. He's like, he's like drinking. I yeah, what do you these want? These are my bottles anyway. No, these are not. I, I promise you. No, I'm kidding. The, I, I brought them. I, pro- the, I can only pr- fault. I can only promise you this is definitely mine. I don't yeah. know about the the other two. Maybe yours. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll take the fifteen though. That was Let's from. Take, yeah. that was, I know where that was from. That yeah, was the from fifteen. The Nate Super Bowl party. Oh yeah. Oh really? Yeah, he brought it. Uh, oh, see, I got one. You got yours. Okay. Drink to celebrate. Don't worry, my my. You know, Doreen comes and she cleans. She everything. cleans up the yeah. bottles. She's got it out. She's a the, the cleaning lady that cleans up her. People's ice, alcohol. Ice machine over here. Oh. Ice good. machine. Well, cheers to 100. Thank you, Avery. Cheers Thank to you. Avery. Thank you, uh, Avery Redband. Redband? Yeah, because that was Joe Rogan's uh, co host for 1,800 episodes. Oh, okay, so we okay. call you Avery Redband. Got it. Okay. Mm. Oh, that is smooth. Wow. Uh, so on Spotify, people, episodes will all be in video. They'll be heading up on. I'll be, we'll be putting them up with our AV people. The archive. It'll be up there, full episodes. Because uh, I want to put them on YouTube, but the thing is, like, if I upload them to YouTube, it's going to take a while. Mm-hmm. And then we don't, any, we don't get any count credit. You know, and, like, each episode has a lot of hits, and it's like, I'm just going to put in on YouTube. So I'm like, you know, uh, Spotify now does video. I think it's about a year that they opened that up. So they finally built a good way to just put everything on there. So you'll uh, slowly but surely be seeing the videos put up. And uh, Mm. every episode, like, you know, some episodes have the theme song and some aren't. And we're working with a Spotify uh, engineer to, to... you know, make sure the theme song and the ads and everything gets up there. All right. So, Avery, uh, the floor is yours. We also have to go back and cancel some of the non-woke uh, episodes that uh, <laughs> the media has told us, you know. Obviously, when we had various guests on. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that, like, actually going back to the beginning, the floor is mine. Going back to when we started the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I recall having in a spark, an inspiration to discuss and really shed light on the process of shidduch dating that was going on in my personal life not really understanding that there was a greater therapeutic process that needed to be fulfilled and was being fulfilled at the time that we started this podcast. And I am eternally grateful to you, Isaac, for oh, thank you. Uh, assisting and giving me the confidence. Complimenting. To- complimenting yeah yeah pushing me and saying that oh you do have a voice and it's you know important and you know you can do it and i am eternally grateful you better be for that 
Um, Thank you. And yeah, I mean, I know I, I had an inspiration and, you know, we wanted to do it and it was fun and we were having, you know, a good time. Yet I obviously would not ever have started or been involved with some sort of podcast or something, anything technical, because my technical skills are like the skills of a plumber to <laughs> who doesn't have a plunger to unclog a toilet. It just is not going to happen. Pretty much like a, like a, like a, yeah. um, a modern, a modernish contractor. Cause like exactly. I found, I found with modernish contractors, like they don't really know. They just know a guy. They know the guy, so they contract. But the from ones, oh man, these guys know how to freaking build a house with with six pennies. And <laughs> and these contractors and and exactly, they're you're only as good as the support you have around you, whether that be mm-hmm. your family, mm-hmm. your your business partner, your associate. And so without that, this never would have came about. And yeah. like I said, yeah. you know, all the experiences that we shared and created and hopefully you know related to with you the audience yeah never would have came about without that support so thank you you're welcome bye bye (laughs) that's it that's it what have you been up to uh recently avery what have i have been um making some life changes and you know on the journey to self-acceptance the road to calvary sometimes yeah the road to calvary it's all lame miserable sometimes you have to you know you go up and down and you're gonna have good days you're gonna have bad days and i have been you know you know on some some downward uh paths and trends thankfully i'm coming out of it but you know i feel like i've been involved in more positive thinking and support in the last few weeks so uh yeah it was a very vague question it's a roller coaster it's a roller coaster of emotions you just goes up it goes down it goes up it goes yeah (laughs) what have you been up to uh uh pretty much uh figuring out how to get this last podcast in (laughs) busy man um Hmm. Well, one thing I've been doing is is checking out other podcasts, uh, like finally listening because um, I was just more of a radio, uh, radio, radio kind of podcast guy. But uh, there have been some other, you know, cool podcasts as I, as I mentioned in a few other episodes that I've been listening to. And the interesting thing, I don't know how to term this community that I've been listening to, but it's like whatever dating podcast, um, uh, fresh and fit, Jedediah Billa, few others in that group. And it's uh, the only thing I can think of is like the red pill, blue pill in the genre. I think that's what they like calling it. And pretty much what they're facing and what they discuss in these, do you know anything about those podcasts? So pretty much they kind of discuss like uh, modern day women, modern day man, you know, hopefulation is this is is this thing that they discuss like, 
the unbalance of the dating scene in a sense. Uh, and, and it's out there. It's, it's always been tricky for me to explain because it's like very, uh, very sensitive, very sensitive. I don't want to use the other word. I don't want to use the C word. I just want to say it's sensitive <laughs> material. And uh, it's interesting because I feel like what these podcasts are, date, are are discussing is, you know, kind of ever since COVID, there's a lot of girls out there who have been finding independence in a way. And I guess more traditional valued people would say it's not the best kind of independence because a lot of these girls are pretty much using social media platforms, you know, for example, like Instagram, TikTok, but really like OnlyFans, those kinds of things to, you know, to be financially independent, to produce money. And they don't agree with that. And then of course, there's the other side that says, no, we should be celebrating this, that they're finally able to do so. So it's a very interesting conversation. Now, why would I bring it up? I'm bringing it up because the Jewish community got hit with this first. The Jewish community got hit with this first. Not not in this, uh, you know, creator, that's what they call a creator sense, in the sense of women have been independent in the Jewish community for uh, probably a good 15 years. And it's really changed the dating game. And that's really what I could look back and comment on and say, I think of all things, you know, we can relate this shidduch struggle between the millennial, uh, lower millennial, upper Gen Z, let's say, the the battle, but really primarily just the millennials, is that, you know, women have, the, the dating scene has changed where like a man can't just have a job and a good good uh personality or not even a good personality just a just a a standard you know personality they have to do a lot more because women have independence in so many areas and i and it 100% hit the jewish community first uh you know think about it girls are going to college going to get educated it, it just kind of became a part of the shit curriculum you know, 10, 15 years ago, even more, but, you know, probably started really 20 years ago, but it just really started trending, catching on the past 10, 15 years. And now it's just rampant. I mean, this is standard. You know, we were always joke. People can check back like literally 90 episodes ago. We were like, yeah, I just got a resume. And it said the girl is a WhatsApp group administrator. But like these things really uh, became more prevalent and perpetuated into something very real like there's a real independence amongst you know young jewish women today that's fantastic and then on the other hand you have guys who uh i guess kind of just got screwed or fell fell out of the traditional ways to live on two ends the first end would be financially and then the second end would be creatively i think financially there's a lot of expectation there always has been and i we 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 have a whole generation of guys who are literally just uh 
professionals, like who were trained as professionals, accounting, lawyer, uh, doctor, well, I don't want to say, but doctor, but any anything in that end, just the professional, even if the guy's selling insurance. And 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 that's that's good, but a lot of guys don't want to do that now, and there's an alternative. Now there's an alternative. The past few years has been an alternative. Like you can be a DJ, you can be an event planner, you can be you can do these jobs, photography, man, huge. You can do those uh, jobs that I guess were shown upon in the from world 10, 15 years ago, and now like is actually a job to do. So you have, uh, you have, you know, I'm trying to bifurcate it as easy as I can because it's sensitive and it's tough to direct. But, but you have a lot of guys who are like have either pretty much had no career or they pretty much just picked a profession and they're just struggling with it. With artificial intelligence, with, with uh, shipping jobs off, like with, with a bunch of stuff, just trying to balance the work. Even if you have a job, it's like balancing the work to be like, you know, religious. So that's like on the one hand. And then the other hand is these guys who are doing it and are actually trying to work through it have not been trained or allowed to focus on their creative and or mental health side. So again, I'll say that again. You have guys who, you know, are okay with with whatever like career because the career you know career is like a big chunk of the a life and it's a big part of dating so they're 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 direct they're focused one way they're on a certain route and then they don't know how like we just don't know how we don't have the tools or don't have the capabilities to express and have a personal life and that's kind of where we are and, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, we'll see what happens. I don't know. <laughs> mm. we'll see what happens. It seems Does like that make any sense, Avery? Well, that was quite a monologue. Very deep. It seems like that. I didn't seem- plan that. That seems to hit you personally. Yes, absolutely. Quite absolutely. hard because I don't, I don't know. I don't, I take it that you are on the fence of which way you personally should go which is to devote your time to a creative mental health life or throw yourself at work and, you know, try and fit in to the life that everyone else has begotten Uh, from their forefathers. I don't know. Sort of of like that, but pretty much, I mean, I'm just an observer always have been and and that's certainly what has been you know my success in running a podcast uh is that like I'm using people are given gifts you know and I, I I'm not kidding you 10 years ago uh my shittuk resume like one of the first things on there was was uh you know in in, in interests was people watching. I was like, people watching. I feel like I created the term even. Now, someone, a few other girls created the term, but I, I snagged it. I was like, yeah, people watching. I like that because I just like watching people. Uh, you know, if I'm at the park or if I was at Shul, if at the park, if I went to get ice cream, just doing the regular, like Andrew Dice Clay, you know, he, just, he, he always goes to pick up his own dry cleaning kind of thing. 
Uh, except I won't go get the dry cleaning. I'll have my assistant Avery, you know, get in. But I'll I'll stand outside with his cigarette and just kind of look around, you know. <laughs> but that kind of thing. So where it uh, kind of hits home is because when I was single and in my shidduch, shidduch years, I mean, I am still single. I'm just when I was, you know, in the singlehood and in the shidduch core and I was dating, um, I always noticed, I always like literally from day one, I, I noticed the older guy. I always noticed the older guy. I always noticed the older girl. Well, you know, my family had like uh, uh, a very close uh, uh, neighbor of ours who, uh, three of three girls actually, who, you know, were like the older uh, single girls, and they stayed. This they, these these you know these people stayed single for many many years. So I was just I guess more keen to it because of that, or just from my innate ability, whatever it was, and. Uh, I just noticed, I was like, well, what's, what, what, what are happening to those guys? And I never really contemplated or put more, too much thought to it, never really perseverated on it until, like, you know, I woke up one day and I was like, oh, okay, I could, that could be me tomorrow. That could be me. And as Ben Stiller, Ben Stiller, as Ben Affleck <laughs> says uh, in Goodwill Hunting to Matt Damon, to Will, to Will so it's Will and Dickie, and Dickie, who plays, it was played by Ben Affleck. He looks uh, at him and he goes, "You know, they're, they're smoking, they're smoking a cigarette. They're having a beer. They're by the car, by the construction site." And he says, "Tomorrow I'm going to be fifty, and I'm going to wake up and do the same thing. And the be- the best thing that happens to me is some yutz at the bar buys me a drink. That's that's the that's that's going to be the highlight, you know, with the Boston accent." Which, by the way, I think he, I think does he have like a natural Boston accent? I heard him talk in the Dunkin' Donuts commercial. Anyway, maybe he was just putting on a persona. I don't know. People comment to us, <laughs> so pretty much uh, I've just fallen into it, and now I am, uh, I'm like someone who is, uh, I guess pseudo pseudo Jewish community member. I was going to ask, do you update? Do you um, take part in that process? I don't. Uh, I don't like shidduchdate through. Well, I'll put it like this: I'm I'm open to everything. So whatever kind of comes my way, I'm very open to. So if any anybody messages me and says I have an idea or something, I'll I'll certainly entertain it. I'm not going to kind of push them away or dismay it at all. And uh, if you catch me on the right day, I'll, I'll literally say yes. I mean, I just said two girls, these two different women reached out to me. Funny, I just I say girls because they're they're these I, these two kids. These were two kids I knew back in back in Five Towns. Um, these two girls uh, reached out to me. They had two girls in mind. I, I I went out with both of them. It was like it was just a total bust. And uh, what killed it? You know. Oh, it was just. It was like so. I guess it's just so not where I am. I don't know. I got to figure that out. Uh, where do you meet? That's the big thing, and that's always what I've been promulgating on the show. It's like the big question: Where do you meet today? Where do you meet? Like everyone knows the formula. If you're in your mid twenties, you got a lot of options. 
If you're in your mid-20s, you can go to singles events. You can go to Shabbos, ta- Shabbos meals. You can, uh, I guess some shuls still have these. Uh, you can go to friends' parties, college, university, work, all these things. But lame What happens after? I mean to offend. Uh, what happens uh, after is the question. So I guess I'm at that point because now I'm a working professional. Mm-hmm. If I do hang out with my friends, they're all married with kids. If I hang out with other friends, they're pretty much not either not religious or dying. No, I'm getting done. Yeah. <laughs> they're di- they're dead. They're really, you know, or they're just, you know, totally. And by dying, you mean married. Uh, yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, exactly. Uh, no. <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> slowly, slow, slow death, as my dad says. Uh, slow death. Yeah, yeah. Classic. That's funny. So that that's kind of uh, that's kind of where it is, and mm-hmm. to dovetail or link what I was mentioning before is there's a real there's a real tremendous stigma in the Jewish community against the natural and only way, again the natural and only way for a guy. To, prob- to successfully date, and that would be to date younger. So, for example, I'm 31. Uh, you know, if if and I, I'll be very vulnerable but real here, and I'm always just I'm always being real with the audience. I mean, that's oh, the audience. You're nothing if not. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm always being very real here, and and yeah. and and I, I I like to think that I have, and it's a good and bad thing. The the way I kind of think, um, or or just observe keenly observe the situation. For myself, um, you know, for myself, I've seen it this way where you can be, you know, in your 30s and really in the in the normal world, the regular world or the Umasolam or the Goyish world, whatever you want to call it. What's what happens is, is you're going to date much younger. That's just not that. That's what happens. It's a natural thing. It's it's very common. I'd say it's more common like maybe when you're 35 plus, 40 plus, and you're kind of dating like a 25, 30-year-old. Not that I'm against someone who's going to meet same age. But in the Jewish community, try doing that. Try calling a shotgun and just saying, yeah, you know, I'm 30. Uh, set, set me up with a 20-year-old. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And uh, now why would I promote that? I think because... It's, um, I think, as like an Orthodox Jewish person who's uh, like, you know, a little bit more modern in their practice, they're going, you're going to provide like stability and security. That's really what you're providing at that point. And a younger girl is really going to appreciate that tremendously. Rather, uh, it's a little bit more tough to do with someone around your age who's going to be expecting more. And it's just not, and it's just natural and it's the way it is. And it's no disrespect. It could be either or. The, you know, a, a girl who's like 20, you know, a, a girl who's around my age, let's say I'm, I'm 31, I'm dating a girl who's 28. Like she, she has a little bit more expectation of like, you know, you know, are you, se- are you settled in to my standard? So I guess a Jewish community standard, you know, whatever the check marks may be. I don't know. I guess to just, 
anecdotally throw some out there. Uh, you have, do you have a house? Are you really setting your career? Are you making Are you making six figures? Have you been making six figures? I don't care if you're making now. Like, have you been making six figures? These things, and again, very we can really correlate this to that red pill, blue pill community out there that is dealing with a similar thing because something's going on here. I mean, everyone sees it. Everyone sees it. I'm open to hearing suggestions, and I totally accept that a lot of women are going to say, well, it's because, you know, men are just so incompetent or they've become, they've kind of dwindled down to what they used to be. And I can't, I can't disagree with that, no question. But you can't, you know, you, just because you have like the, the top 5% killing it of men, and then you got the bottom simps, you know, you got that bottom 30, 40% of simps doesn't mean you got like a chunk in the middle who are doing well and, and, you know, give them the better chance. Huh? What does that mean? <laughs> oh, do you know what a simp is? No, I know what that, I know what that is. Simp I is. think that. Well, cause uh, a lot of, cause, cause a lot of, a lot of girls and women and from these, from these dating podcasts yeah. and again, also. From my dating experiences as well. Some of my dating experiences as well. Some li- from literally from setting up hundreds and hundreds of Jewish daters. Hundreds. And I probably probably two or three hundred people I've set up. I understand. Uh, no, nothing recently. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, uh, there's, uh, there's this, there's this just catch up. I mean, and that's what the girls would say. They would, of course, they would say, well, I just need someone, you know, older, more mature, or more this or more that. Etc. Uh, pontificate on that. I'm just going to go uh, fix, uh, put that camera, charge it. I have nothing to say. Go ahead, Avery. No, I disagree with the, uh, I don't know, label that you were. Yeah. No, go ahead. I think labeling people as a someone who is only going to date younger people and labeling a gender uh, as if they're only going to do some sort of one thing, saying that all women or a majority of women are expecting something from guys, and then saying that another 34 to 40% of guys are simps, meaning that, I don't even know what that means really. Uh, ultimately, it's bullshit. I think it does more oh. harm, and and it promotes harmful stereotypes to the individuals that are out there, such as yourself. I believe it does... Uh, immense damage to the mindset of these people who now have these inferiority complexes that are already bubbling within the person, let alone, right, attempting to go out and uh, meet a woman. Having these terminologies, which they have to keep in their head, really does a lot of harm to your mental health. And I think it's... uh, Awful. I really think that people should just take whatever route their authentic self tells them that they that they need. So, if that's uh, aspiring to not date because you're trying to get certain things in order in your life and you're not really concerned about women dating, whatever, whomever, wherever, whenever, whether that's dating for marriage because you want some sort of stability. That's fair and fine. If that's what you need, take the time to search within yourself and really ask yourself what it is that you need. Because humans 
on a uh, more macro basis are just looking for security, comfort, love. Everybody wants to feel loved. And whether that be from a single feminine woman, you're never going to get the love that you want if it's that your mother only gave from you. some person because <laughs> they can't be your source of of they can't be your only source of love again <laughs> they should be some sort of source a consistent source but if they're your only source of love what's going to happen when you fight and you withdraw or she withdraws and this occurs so many so frequently uh with people, especially in their first relationships, uh, but even later on in their relationships. And then resentment builds. Resentment builds towards this person as an oppressor. And then the narrative starts to shift. Whereas this person's holding back my happiness because they're withdrawing love from me. And I'm going to go out and cheat, drink, gamble, steal, and or binge other things because they feel that in need, uh, uh, need to cope in some way. So I staunchly disagree with... You loved, like, staunchly, staunchly disagree. disagree. I staunchly disagree with this concept of, uh, yeah, of well, labeling. Well, let's break it down then. Names. So for the labels, for the labels, uh, it's very simple here. No one is you know, labeling people and then saying, hey, go go do that. You know, here, you're you're labeled um, with, uh, you know, 2023. Just there are certain things your people are going to do. And then, you know, I don't know, the, 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 the culture is just very into, you know, labeling things today. And it's a, I guess it's a, a point of, recognition or understanding when someone may mention these certain tags of, Oh, Hey, you get it. Oh yeah. Oh, you, so no, you, you've been listening to that, you know, for, for example, like if it's politically, you know, let's say you say rhino, like, cause rhino is like, a um, like a, a political jargon, you know, used for, um, like more left-wing Republicans, Republicans. So like, yeah, you doesn't mean oh they're rhinos. Uh, it's just they're doing something that means rhino. So yeah, when we when when we're referencing uh, like this guy's a simp or this one this girl's a, I don't even know I don't even know all the the uh, some of the terms are just too uh, too vulgar. I can't even say the others, but it, there is a definition for it. Um, there, there is a, there is a definition for it, but the reality is, is that, uh, most people, everyone's going to agree on this. Like for me to say, Hey, you know, for me to actually dip out and say, yeah, you know, there, there are some guys out there who are simps, you know, Hey, I'm a guy and I'm attacking the guy. Like I'm attacking that kind of behavior. I'm not attacking the person. I'm just attacking the behavior. Uh, if it's something you ardently disagree, we would probably break it down. Break it down and say, hey, what is it? So you mentioned that. You mentioned that, well, you know, people should go out and change the game. But we've had conversations about that because people can't, ch people can't change. They can change a little bit of their game and what they're doing, but they can't change the values and 
you know, what your, uh, I guess maybe a little bit of the, the foundation, but let me, let me, let me give you more, let me give you just an example of it. Like if you were raised an Orthodox Jewish person, it's in, it's going to be in your blood, man. It's going to be in your dreams. It's going to be in your thoughts. Everything you're doing, like you want to live some kind of conservative, conservative, traditional valued life, family, community, those things, right? You as yourself can still recognize with that. You're just you just want to take it differently and perhaps maybe say, well, I don't want my community, you know, my community to be the shul. I might want my community now to be uh, my baseball team. You know, that's shifting it. Um, but the reality is, is that most, you know, date, most Jewish daters kind of stay in the surroundings that they're in. That's, that's just the reality of it. It's very tough to get out to try to do something different. Hello, I don't think no one knows it more than you, right? You've you've done, uh, if I could say, you know, you've been doing improv and people are just like, what? They're dumbfounded. They're perplexed. Like, what? You're doing improv? Like, what is that? You know, what is that, right? I've witnessed it with you. So what exactly with this do you disagree with? So I can uh, break it down. Yeah, I think the, well, it's not a disagreement. It's I maybe within the structure of, uh, classic Avery Jewish Lane. Oh, well, it's not dating. So. No, it's not exactly. Like, <laughs> oh, I hate, you know, I disagree with Sims. I I disagree with the idea of labeling people uh, as so wait, so terminologies let me, okay. of, so of let's, hierarchical status. So it's not a hierarchical. It's not a hierarchical. It's, it's a, a way of living. Saying a woman is a 10 or a hottie or any of this bullshit, Oof, which is have to, wait, demeaning to them as human beings. Someone, dude, you just told me uh, some time ago, let's say, I don't want to get too specific, but let's say you're at a family, Simcha, okay, and someone comes over to you, and no, what are you doing, you married, Uh, you know, where are you living, did you buy, are you buying a house yet, you know, like, do what would you call that person, aside from probably very small. Call him an asshole. Exactly. That's a simp. That's asshole, but he's behaving like an asshole. That's, yeah. An okay. asshole is just doing things that are the you behavior. Want, we call you want to be very sensitive towards it. the behavior. It doesn't mean Donald Trump does good things, right? He does good things. He does great things. He's He has done a lot of bad things, and we call out the behavior. And patterns are people. You are your pattern. Why is it always Trump that uh, people like? Well, why He's don't we? Biden's figure. president. Let's talk. Let's talk about Biden. I think Biden has done, <laughs> in terms of his personality. Biden's done great, but also he's done. In terms of his personality, Trump's an easy target. You know, I got to defend the president because him. he says and does some extremely nasty, vile things to people. He's in the middle well, of a that, rape that, case. Well, that I could, you know, that nasty I'm nasty uh, things. Words matter. That I can uh, certainly uh, would love to pontificate on another uh, podcast, but yeah. let me let me steer back to the point that uh, I I think you can very much relate to what I just said before, to and and can dovetail and piggyback off of it. Like you get what's going on, you see what's going out there. Now I agree that it that that it it's not meant for everybody. You know, it's a hundred percent. Totally get that. Um, yeah, but what do you do next is, is the question. What do you do after it? How do you handle it? And hopefully, you know, the, or the, uh, we have a hundred episodes to tell people what they, what, just a few options. There's just a few options. I mean, just, we're offering a few options, not that they're limiting options, but Hey, there's a few options out there for you to, 
check out and see, you know, it, maybe you'd like to do this, right? Sure. I don't know what you're referring to, but. Well, like options are you in terms about? of the episode, in terms of like we have podcasts out there. Like we have podcasts out there to get ideas. You know, if you want to go uh, talk to a social worker, talk to a rabbi, talk to Avery. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I still don't know what you're referring to. <laughs> they should go listen to the podcast. Avery, I told I told you you shouldn't be drinking. Hold on. You said that they the should show. go listen to a podcast if they need help. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Or go to speak to a therapist or something. Well, That's like I was important. saying, those are some of the other options. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, th- uh, that itself you've... Uh, recommend. You know, well, what would you recommend to someone who's, you know, a few years into their dating, really miserable or just struggling? What would you recommend they do? Uh, yeah, someone who has my own personal ups and downs with dating, mental health. Um, emotional availability at times is that, again, if you can't give the emotional capacity needed to give to yourself, how can you expect to give it to your partner? When mm. is it going to happen? I don't think it'll ever happen if you can't give it to yourself. And giving wow. it to yourself so wait, means so you're saying, that see that I disagree love. with because what you're saying is, yeah, uh, that person doesn't deserve love. I'm not saying they don't deserve love. That's what you're saying. So what do you mean? You're saying they Which don't deserve person? it because if you can't, if you can't take love yourself, yeah. How could you love another person? Uh, um, the e- it's easier to love and care yeah. for someone else than it is to love and care for yourself. Say it again. It's easier to love and care for somebody else than it is to love and care yourself. And what's like? What does that mean? I'll give an example. Like, uh, have you ever have you ever had a baby? No, <laughs> forget it. <laughs> I can't explain it. Yeah, I know what you're saying. You're, you're saying when you when you had yeah when you when you had a when you, when you're homesick mm-hmm. and it's been a long ass week of work and you're like you just you just you want to just crawl into bed, like all you could do is crawl into bed. You can't make yourself soup. You can't take care of yourself. But if your girlfriend or yeah. your wife or your child was going, oh my god, you can. You're going to get soup. You're going to get hot food. You're going like you're taking care of them. You know, there's that uh, mental, uh, you know, I don't know, some psychological thing. You can contact uh, Ahuva for that. She knows that stuff better than I do. But true. I, mean, uh, I don't really understand. I guess I guess caring for them, caring for someone else means being there, <laughs> being able to provide. Uh, a stable emotional presence for them when needed. You know, it doesn't necessarily just mean buying things for somebody. Buying things is nice. Giving them money is nice. You know, giving them a hug, uh, sex, whatever, that's nice. But in terms of consistency, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's not necessarily always there. Yeah. You know, I don't think that, you know, I don't think that's, depicted very well um in the our community you know the one that we grew up in particularly at least not the that in I've town seen, the in town that i've seen you know jewish 
yeah. Orthodox Jewish community that's like yeshivish and modern, like the yeshivish and modern, you know, the young Israel and the uh, uh, yeshiva types. It's called being able to give someone the authentic space to freely be themselves, even if that means hurting the person. An example would be if somebody one day woke up and said, a woman, a man, said, you know, John, our relationship is great. We've been married for five years, and I really care about you. But emotionally, I have fallen in love with this other person. Oof. That is, now John is here saying. But what you're well, explaining is an anomaly. You. That's an anomaly it's in the anomaly. Jewish community. It's not. It happens. Not I agree with you 100%. It happens emotionally. That it happens. Because people fall out of love with other things. And it happens all the time, and we don't see it. Absolutely. It maybe it's just but they don't a, act on it. Well, can, they, I mean, not act on it in that sense. it's just a desire. But your emotions and your mind, desires are parts of us. Our dreams, our wants, our needs, physically, mentally, sexually. You know, you're working at a job and you desire something else. Something Talmudically. Else somewhere. You have not emotionally given yourself to that job. You emotionally see yourself somewhere else. And that happens all the time. Always. I uh, know okay. for myself. Yes, but then what's your point with that? My point is we deny it. We deny it. And the form of love that we say is, okay, fine, keep going, you know, just keep buying them stuff and coming home and giving them money and being the provider, blah, 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 bullshit, mm -hmm, masculine mm -hmm. role, and give them all this, all this shit that you think that they want. It's not necessarily what they want. Sometimes their desires are something else, and it's going to occur in so many ways that we don't even know it's occurring, and we have to cope with it. Otherwise, it's going to come out somewhere else. And that's okay. That's healthy. That's human beings. That's how we work. That's what I would consider emotional availability. Being able to share with somebody the innermost, deep, dark secrets of your mind. And bringing that out to reality. And where does that sit in the, the dating, the shidduch dating conversation? Where does that fit in? Uh, I see you're asking questions because I ask questions too. Uh, I think it fits in to what you were saying. No, I'm before. I'm trying. I'm, I'm curious. trying. I was just giving you an, a background on what I believe. I believe that's emotional availability. Yeah, but see, I, I have a different. I think of opinion. you're you're well, but you're expect, but you have the uh, you're going under the premise that yeah. everyone is so emotionally intelligent. That's not the case. I feel like every human being is capable of having their emotions met fulfilled they're just not aware of where it comes out like i'll give you an example Girl, <laughs> you just, girls we've you, dated you were just a little safe there because you just you got to realize what you just said you said well i believe every emotional uh you know is capable but but oh but by the way they're um, not necessarily in uh, touch uh, with but, it but, but but actually some not <laughs> i don't think they're in you're touch playing with both it. sides no i, I don't you're playing both yeah i don't think they're in touch with it that's all and who the average dater yeah, of course. I wasn't in touch with it. You think I knew what the fuck I was guy, looking for guy, a year, two years ago? This guy. Do you feel like you're in touch with every part of your emotional capacity? I, for certain, do not. And I'm still working through that. It takes years to mend that aspect of life. Yeah. You know? No, I hear that. Ugh. It takes years. So hot. If people a girl, are, for example. I was going to say, if people see me sweating, the air conditioner's not in yet, don't think I'm... Uh, like nervous or uh, 
or uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what's you know? What's that p word with sweat? Parsa. Precipitating. Precipitating. Yeah. That means sweating. I think. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Go the, ahead, Avery. It's not the, com- it's not the uh, heat of the battle. No, it's not. Well, well, you should I be going. Go you should be going with this information. You should be going to every Shabbos table in the country, and telling them. I would. <laughs> it's not my battle to have. I have to worry about my own mental health. But at the same time, here's what I mean. Dating, for example. When I was dating, shidduch dating, I would project my insecurity onto the person Yes, I remember. I was dating. So whether that be within uh, me being insecure about my looks, which is why I would look for a, you know, obviously like a better looking partner, that's an insecurity. <laughs> that's yes. an inability to oh, handle well, you know. my own emotions with... However it is, I'm looking or feeling. Dating someone younger could be an example of that. Looking to date someone who's younger to make you feel more youthful and spry because you're feeling a little bit older. Mm -hmm, Dating mm -hmm, someone mm -hmm. who is a bit more secure in their college career, for example, maybe some sort of form of handling that want, desire, at least for me. Those were things that... I think back now. But I would want to clear that up because it's a good point. But I just wanted to clear up because when I mentioned the youth thing, I was just giving you an example of where there's uh, bias or there are hurdles for, for, you know, Jewish dating guys my age. That's what I was pointing out. That the matchmakers, the shotguns, the parents, no one wants to set up a guy with a younger girl. Or let me, let me change that. No one wants to set up any, you know, 19 to 25-year-old girl with any guy who's over 30. Because they're very willing, if you got a 50-year-old guy and you find a 38-year-old woman, oh, they're very down for that. So that was the point of that before, to just explain to you why it's a challenge. You hit 28 in the Jewish, single, the Jewish or the, in Shidduchim, you hit 28 in Shidduchim, Jewish dating, it becomes a bit of an issue because um, you're too old for the younger girls and you're not mature enough for the girls around your age. That is the obstacle. Everyone could agree with that. Plenty, I'm sure, disagree with that. Um, and then I think what you were mentioning before to, 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 to link that was... Uh, you know, like people go through these emotional roller coasters. They jump on the journey. The issues start uh, um, getting more prevalent. The uh, the issues start coming out, you know, because you're just around that insecurity. Like, oh, what's wrong with me? Because, hey, you got all these matchmakers and rabbis and you have all the, all these people, all the toxic people are telling you, well, there's something wrong with me. It's not me trying to set up and it's not me. It's not me. No, no, no. It's you. And you're a young, you know, nice Jewish person and you're going to take that. And a lot of hello, girls, he start hearing this at 25. And it really breaks them down. It really breaks them down. You have, a, you have to have a real strong foundation to push back against it, you know. Um, so that's pretty much what I want. And I wanted to hear, before we get into the Jewish matchmaking, which I want to hear your feedback on, Here's one line I wrote down, and I, because I, I am on the guy's side. 
I am on the guy side. I have made the case for the girls, and I've made it when I went on the Shabbaton with um, Gadalia Fenster. And I, I came on the podcast and I told everyone, I don't know if you would listen to that one, but I told every, I said, I said on the mic, I get the girls' complaints because, you know, Isaac and I, I the other Isaac, we went down to Florida, we went to the Shabbaton, and I was actually baffled. I was perplexed because I would say out of the 500 singles there, 500 singles, there was a lot of singles. It was a... Uh, I want to say hot crowd just because like I'm I'm New York, but meaning it was a uh, it was a dynamic crowd. They really had pockets from everywhere, every different place. You know, of course, like I say, you know, Yamach uh, Shemo, what's his name? He would have shot us all the same, <laughs> like from from far, but from from inside, pretty much all the same people, but very close up. Like you know, there, there was this you know, this sect and that sect and this community, you know, of course. And uh, I was looking around and I was actually like, uh, I was pretty baffled because I mean, it, it must've been like t- maybe 15, 20% of the guys were off. Like they had Asperger's, they were off. They were just socially, they were socially very weird. Like I saw that and I was actually very, and I will take the girl's side on that because for me, a guy, I had all these options of women. Like I had, you know, minus a few age because there were, there were some like 50 year old women there. Not that I wouldn't date a 50 year old woman, but, um, you know, I just, uh, I might want to have some kids. So maybe 40, but let's say you take those numbers in and, uh, you know, I had, I had like 90% of the field was, was for me, you know, and then minus three ex-girlfriends who were there. So, you know, 87%, 87 87% out there was for me. I could do, but for the girls, like the girl I was sitting next to, she saw like, first of all, a bunch of the guys are younger. Okay. Forget that. But between the, um, special needs, not, not mental illness, that's a different thing, but the special needs, it was prevalent. I saw that they really didn't have too much, too many options. So I just wanted to just state that before I make the guy's case where, you know, for the guys, um, you know, I, I am taking the guy's side and I am talking about the simp life because I, 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 I believe in it. I, the, the simp life is definitely out there and really ruining, ruining it for good old, you know, for the good guy. You're a good guy. I'm a good guy, you know, and uh, you have to really get a definition of simp, but it's like a sucker and a wimp. Pretty much this kind of guy would um, try to do everything he can to get the girl and it dismays them and it disdains them in a sense. And that's kind of the, uh, the, the prerogative of that term in the community. And the, our audience is like intelligent. They know what a simp is. You can research it. So my point with that, I wanted to mention those two things is that here's what I wrote down after listening to, I think it was the whatever podcast. I thought they had a like really solid point. I wanted to read it. I would tell every guy out here who is dealing with a shadchan and dealing with a parent, whoever it may be, who's saying, it's your fault, it's your fault, you're not trying hard enough, it's all your fault, you know, you're not applying yourself, dude, Avery, help me out here, tell him to go bleep himself, tell him to go screw off, okay, here's a line what you can say, 
and I wrote it down. I think you're ignorant to the average guy's experience. Men have to work 200% harder than their grandfathers did for women who are 100 times worse than our grandmothers. Everyone should see Avery's face. I completely disavow from that statement. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's fine. That's, hey, it's not, yeah. it's not, this podcast isn't everybody must agree Shaduchim. Or dis- disagreement is okay. It's so, um, but that's the reality out there for most guys. Again, whether you disagree with it or not, that's fine. You can disagree. That's not the point of it. Mm-hmm. Because the point of it is, this if, if you're a caring us. human being, especially yeah. someone who's been podcasting this whole time, there has to be some kind of care. I, dude, when I went down to that pot, uh, to that singles event, I felt bad for those guys who, you know, like, we're struggling, you know, we're like off. I felt bad for them, man. I'm not, I wouldn't like tear into them, but you got to call out what is like, Hey, these guys, I get, Hey, maybe some of them shouldn't be, shouldn't, should not have been there. I don't know, whatever you, I don't I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want to, that's a whole other thing. But my point is that you may disagree with that, but that's you, that's what most guys experiences today. This is their experience. And that's it. This will lead very well so into who could Jewish it be? matchmaking. Who could it be? This is going to lead well into Jewish who could matchmaking. It be? Yeah. I'm saying if that's their, right, it's either the situation or it's them. We're discussing emotional availability. So this will actually lead well into Jewish matchmaking. because Wait, Jewish matchmaking on Netflix? On Netflix, yeah. Okay. Jewish matchmaking on finally, Netflix. Some, uh, <laughs> finally, you bring it up. Okay, go. Having watched the show, I... My untrained eye assumed like 50% of the guys are probably gay and they just haven't dealt with it <laughs> emotionally. If you watch the show, the way that they, again, if you're emotionally available, the way you're going to treat a woman. One guy didn't show up on time. That guy from Israel ditched her on the date, treated her like a piece of garbage. I'm not defending I'm that guy. A, I'm not telling explicit. him. I'm not telling the world that. This guy is a representative of the struggle for men to find women. The next guy, let's go through the list. Can I, wait, wait, wait. Can the, I just the, tell the you? The first guy you? who is obsessed that with finding guy's, someone who is I'm just saying, that eyes. guy's called a simp. I mean, just by the way, it just goes to you're show you. are describing almost every you just single told, but guy. But that's a simp. That's a simp. But that's the people that you're defending. No, not you, at all. That's exactly all. who you're defending. I'm not defending them. I think you're I'm defending de- them. I'm defend. By the way, I'm saying, I'll defend the person, but I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, disdain the, uh, action i'm gonna call out the action let's continue yeah, let's, a wise let's man continue. Said, okay there was the guy in the first you know? episode well uh, uh, Vicky, that's the, the problem the These problem the, the problem is is that we're dealing with boys you got to be a man you know i mean there's an the guy there's a guy on instagram like years ago i don't know what his deal is but his instagram he's like a licensed therapist master's degree license mm-hmm. And his Instagram handles like F, you know f boys like boys, and like he just goes on this rant. And yeah, dude, I totally get it. I mean, his point of it is like, God, you have to be a man. Own you your have to shit. Be a man. Own it. Own exactly. your shit. I, you, I got to put an explicit. About I, gotta, it. No, I don't okay. care. Put an explicit. <laughs> it just is just a factual thing. There's a what reason that these ninety nine feel episodes. like they're burnt. I, I'm defending them entirely because people are just afraid to own their shit. Oh, honest, I, could, I, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. I mean, this was first of all, yeah, yeah. First of all, you gotta, you gotta understand that is the point of 
Netflix picking up content such as that. Jewish content. That they want to... They want to, not just Jewish, it could be anything. They want to show you the problems. You think they're going to show. There's going to be one person on there who is perfect and they're successful and everything just goes perfunctory. Like, I, was there someone like no. that? There wasn't, no, right? There wasn't. And there's not I only, going I to only be. saw, like, I didn't see the last two or three episodes, so. No. But I watched everything else. Yeah. Yeah. If you want a better, a more feel good. Oh, the girl out in Utah. I remember I saw she was the one who was rollerblading with uh, that guy. I mean, but I, 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 don't, I didn't see what happened after. Oh, he was a simp. <laughs> no, I, I was asking. I was asking you. I don't know. I was what like, oh, was that guy a simp? Um, no, I don't know. I, I. Well, well, well. I just want to tell you. I just want to tell you. The worst, I think. It I just was. want to explain to I'll you. Say this. I just want to explain to you yeah. that the reality is is that for myself, I can. A lot of those guys, I wish them well. They look like really good dudes. Really good dudes. Good people. And I'll hang out. I'm not going to hold, I'm not going to hold certain proclivities they have against them. I'm not going to hold that against them. Some some faults. Uh, but I'll call, like I said, I'm going to call out the BS. Absolutely. Like that guy who uh, met the girl in Florida and he was late. Yeah. Like, dude. What are you doing? But but it's just the way he was talking to the girl also. It was like a little bit odd. Clearly he wasn't, he didn't want to be there. Like he was afraid of the girl. You can tell, right? That, the cute girl, uh, what was her name? The one from Miami. She was very attractive. Um, she was like a social media influencer or marketing, something like that. I wish I had the names. Uh, producer, can we get the names? Of, <laughs> can we get the names of the... Uh, of the of the show contestants here, yeah, Avery. I'm gonna go look up the names. You uh, you, you take the mantle. I got nothing to say. Um, what are you talking about? You have anything to say? You you you're just calling it out. You're like, I can't stand these guys. I hate them. If yeah, you prompt ahead. me, I'll have something to say. I'm not gonna just opine for no apparent reason. <laughs> yeah, I'll promote good. If you want a better depiction of what human life and interactions within dating should be. Watch the show Sex Education. That will provide a better blueprint for actual life and dating. Watch um, Shameless. Watch. There's a show with this marriage and family therapist uh, that it's a reality Shameless. TV show. <laughs> Watch it. It's it's funny. It's real. Watch One more day. this show with the licensed marriage. I think it's called Family Therapy. Marriage, something like that. And it's on maybe Bravo. And that is a show about couples who are okay. you know, in bitter. Here it is. All right. Watch Thank it. you, Jamie. We, we borrowed Jamie from, uh, from Joe Rogan's oh, show. Yeah. I have a ton of charisma. But by far, my greatest quality is my humility. My name is Aliza Ben Shalom. Okay. I am a matchmaker and dating coach. Hi. Welcome. Oh, that guy. Oh, like, okay. So this guy, um, this guy... Okay, this guy's a sweet guy. You know, this guy, what was he? He was like 55. I, I can't comment on someone 55. It's so out of my purview, purview man. I have, okay, Lisa Ben Shalom, you have any comments on her? Uh, I thought she was her. horrible. Yeah. You didn't like her? Awful. I thought she did a really good job, and I really liked her. And um, She did some horrible things. Oh, what do you, like what? Uh, there was one particular See, that's, by the way, can I just say, me. that's what I love about <laughs> us. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll 
poke at people, be like, ah, dude, yeah, you suck there. Like, you know? I, thought was, I thought she did some some things that this is why I didn't want to go on the show in the first place. Oh, yeah, because like, like after you were, her, uh, I was perturbed. I thought that the fact that she uh, was probing the Israeli girl, I forgot her name, Cindy, about her pre- previous relationship, uh, which ended eight months. She was almost engaged. She dated someone for three years. Yeah, that I did not like. And then totally did not like that. Totally agree. Excuse me, Cindy. Well, uh, you probably are not ready to be in the dating world right now. Oh, is that what the blonde girl? Let's go through your past. I will show you your past and show you exactly why. What what the? Elise eventually. Are who are you? Are you a therapist? Did she ask for this? Did she solicit you to go through her past? No, she's here for dating. Give her what she's looking for. Who are you? Right, you're a glove. Right. Oh, a million you? percent. A million percent. She, and yes, I am. Service. I am recalling that. I feel like I should have recently watched that. that I, was I, I think awful. it's like a month already. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But I, you know, I, I'm sure Netflix baited her into it. Whatever it was, I don't know. But I'm just gonna comment on what I saw. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Just shut that. Yeah. Hey, you're a glove. Then you're a glove. What That's bothers it. me systemically That's it. is the concept of uh, allowing the vainness of the people the men particularly, and also the women too, to um, dictate the matches. Well, they, they made a... So that, but that's the show. They that's showed Netflix, the women in good light. Me. Right? I think they, they, I think they showed the women in good light. Sort of, right? yeah. To an extent. Like, they were very Pollyannish about the women, the... Uh, yeah. You know? Uh, let's see here. Finding your person... She was sweet, the, the old girl. The, the, the blondie. Blondie, give me a call. The matchmaking I strictly do with the Jewish community, where I have helped over 200 couples to get to the chuppah. I want them to be obsessed with me. I need passion. <laughs> Animal lover. Blonde or blue eyes? Okay, or, this guy you know, was, bigger. dude. Mm-hmm. This guy? You know what I mean? Okay. This guy? Dude. Who is that? Dude, this guy is in love with his mother. This It's crazy. This guy? Yo, dude. Get, get your life together, man. I mean, come on. Right? Obviously. Okay, that you don't that you don't comment on. I I can't. That's just too much. You're just in a triggering. Yeah. (laughs) It's too much. I'm already done. I can't do it anymore. It's very I was so This guy, dude, I was like, bro. You saw me when I was watching the show in your car. I was like physically having You were uh, sick, uh, yeah. You were literally watching in my car. Palpitations. Yeah, this woman uh Oh Faye. You're such a great We love Faye. You didn't like Faye? Boggles the mind, no. I couldn't stand how her. many phase have you dated <laughs> no because i've dated yeah. i have i honestly i've probably i've dated about 20 phase exactly like that just so intense you know and now i'm sitting here in shorts and a and a and a baseball hat i think she answered i think she opened this the, the, <laughs> the date if i'm not wrong like so uh what do you do what do you what's your plan what do you Second date. What you, what's your plan? Right. Right. Attack probe. You know, like just probe. Well, see, that's the thing. It was, I, I totally, oh. I did not understand what uh, what Faye was. Um, I mean, I, I did under, I understand what Faye was trying to do with the guy in the beginning. Like when she, when they would take her off on the side and she would comment, she she would say, and I quote, uh, paraphrase quote. Uh, well, I want to see if uh, our values are the same and our morals. And I'm like, this guy in. is. Ex- I'm like, this guy has the same values and the same. What are you talking about? She kept about? leaving it out. What are you, if you were talking about? To. You know, a date, a first date. I'm like, like, yo, like, no offense. And again, this is not an. I don't want to attack Faye. 
I just want to point it out because a lot of girls, a lot of girls are like this. I just want to really call it out because I'm like, what, what, how much, how, how much more can you be a match for one another? Like you guys are on the same religious page. You're on the same, uh, you know, values and halachic, you know, all this stuff, the whole list, okay? The way they dressed. Like, how much more do you need? How much more do it's you more need? more than that. It's that, like, they like, can't... Obvi- if you're telling me, if, if it was, meant, like, wanted to say, and, yeah. I, and she, I think she probably did want to say, um, it, he just wasn't the one for me, you know? And then I didn't like, did, I also didn't like what she said. And again, not her. I'm just saying, this is what they all say. All those girls like that. She's... Yeah. I just, you know, I just want someone like my father, you know, goes to like, yo, bro, listen to this podcast, a hundred episodes. We're talking about this. Cut your father out. Cut your brother out. It's not happening. It's not happening. She's married I, you to know, a concept. She's married yes. to an idea. But that's, by the way, that's what it is, by the way. If you want to be religious and if you want to be an Orthodox from person, that's what you have to be married to. And that's what you're marrying. You're not marrying the person. It's about you're marrying the religion. That's what it is. And you're just going to wait longer. That's it. I've seen 20 phase. They've all gotten married. I'll tell you. Most of them later in life. But it'll happen. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to. Get married. Wanna that's be, fine. You Eventually, know. you're going to have to live with the person that's no longer a concept. That's my problem with Bay. Is that she wasn't willing to give this guy She was reclusive about it. Absolutely. To to explain she didn't give him a chance. I felt like it. I, I, I said, oh, yeah, maybe yeah. you do have struggles going to Minion. And yes, that bothers yes. you. Why? Well, let's, he should have, by the way. I will, and that's fine if you have those value differences because we're always going to, we're human beings, guy, girl. We're yeah, going to have yeah. differences in values. Things change in life. If you're not changing, you're falling Bro, backwards. Amen. The universe amen. is always moving. Amen. We're constantly moving. Amen. See, I knew we had some common ground, Avery. We have right there. <laughs> well, when we're talking like, like, extremely from shittle theaters. All right. That's, that's the easiest yeah. part. Like, yeah, they're the from people. <laughs> but by the way, I just want to say, Faye was, Faye was not, uh, um, you know, totally guilty. Like, this guy was also guilty. Like, going to this Jack, guy. He's going to Jack Cohen. For you him, know, so <laughs> you don't like Jack Cohen. Yeah, he he's that's he's a, he's a tough good. guy. He's a tough guy, Jack. He has the, like, Syrian mentality, the Sephardic mentality, you know? Yeah, hello, you keep on knocking my camera. No, leave it there. Yeah. Just move over to the, that way. Uh, I'm, I like Jack. I wish him well. You know, he's, he's, uh, here's what you do on your first date. <laughs> you punch it in the face and tell yeah. him this is life and this is how you got to date. And I'm a dating coach and I'm a therapist and I have empathy. I have empathy. And, give he, her, for, and he's a rabbi doctor. Yeah, clean up also. her blood after. Do not know. <laughs> all right. All right. Sit there. No, yeah, I'm just, I just nice. to say, uh, I got to, I got to plug another please. thing. I got to, I got to, no, go on, go on. Uh, uh go on. I just got to plug in another. Oh uh, gosh. No, no, no. I'm just taking out a lot of my uh, inner, uh, hatred on this show. Which has been bottling, bottled up and sat there for a while. But I really hate watching the entire thing. I put it on like 2.0 speed because I couldn't take it. It was so concerning. The most relatable and authentic person on the show was... Like that 55-year-old dude. Not the 55-year-old dude. Well, maybe him. But he, he was, was. He was a little good. bit Asperger's, which is fine. That's just a personality. Uh, was... The blonde woman 
in the beginning. And she was the one that I felt the most um, aligned with. Who? 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 The... Hannah, maybe the beginning. What colored hair did she? Blonde. The older blonde woman. Forty-four-year-old woman. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, she was cute. Parkinson's she was so. Yes. And. Yeah, she was cute. Uh, or ALS, I forgot. And yeah. she was like, "Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I do want to get married. You know, my family wants me to get married, and my grandfather's ninety-nine. And at the same time, she really wants to fall in love with the person. And she has that. She's very honest and open about." the two diverging feelings that she has, which is marriage, married life, and making her family happy, yet also having a great time and being with someone for passion and someone that she loves. So I have a lot of sympathy for her, and I can empathize with her story. Sounds like, you, sounds like you like her better. Yeah, because I can relate to her story. <laughs> yeah. I, really, I really felt compelled to... Because she wasn't from, that's why. No, no. I think because she was honest. She was, she was, that's the crazy thing. She, that's a crazy thing about what you'd, uh, your instant reaction, like to her on the videos and everything. But like, she was probably one of the, she was the most authentic person on that show, you know? And I will give it to Lisa. I think she was, uh, Lisa was very authentic as well. I, I, again, I liked her. You didn't. That's fine. That's fine. That's, look, everyone's, you know, I, the funny thing is I love that uh, you probably go on like all these other Jewish media platforms and everyone's like, we lo- we hated them. We loved, uh, no, no, mostly love. Yeah, like, oh, we loved them. Ador- oh, biggest Kiddush Hashem. A lot of adoration from what I heard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, um, oh man, it was. Uh, yeah. It got more rose petals than uh, uh, Hillary Clinton at a uh, uh, Harvard University rally <laughs> in 2016. There, there, there was easily easy and easy to say. There was a presupposition. There was a narrative that came out like before, like oh, we're gonna support, which is fine. It's so fine. Uh, I just, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we do have to look, you know, look around and hear other people's, you know, uh, view on it. Uh, patronizing. That was the word I was looking for. Patronizing. You know, everyone was like patronizing everyone on the show. You know, <laughs> like. Oh, you're the best. You're the best. You know, good for them for going on, by the way. Nice, cohesive unit. Yeah. Give them props for going on. I didn't want to do it. Let because me see what else is up. Amazing questions. Well, cheers. The rule of thumb is date them until you hate them. Red flags. Boy energy. What do you think you're about that? Big. Oh, here's your boy. Look at this guy. I missed it. What'd you say? Um, all like amazing questions. We're doing one of those, like, um, what's your call it videos? YouTube reacts. Avery reacts videos. Avery reacts. Yeah, yeah. Right here. Right <laughs> here. I'm going to do one on Netflix. This guy. This guy. Oh, I don't think I saw this girl. Got to finish it up. I didn't finish it. Oh, this guy. <laughs> I can't hear. Oh, this girl. This girl over here. Who's that? Oh, here. I'll, uh, I'll put the... Uh, Boy energy. Natasha? There were two big red flags. One was that she was a vegan, and one was that she had two cats. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's bad. That's a problem. You don't want to talk about other dates. You don't want to talk about that. That's all. That's a bad. That's a red flag. I, I saw a lot of bad daters on here. hundred percent. I'll tell you that. If you don't believe me, just try doing it. I respect. Just try doing it. I respected um the guy from Baltimore who lived in like Utah for talking about his divorce and like her state and being. Oh yeah, that guy was interesting. Yeah. That guy, guy like felt uh, a little too. It felt like he was a little too comfortable. I I, I put it off. It seemed like he brought it up, like he, you know, 
Yeah, when, when do you bring? Oh, we we have a pod, We have episodes about that. We we know when you're. Uh, oh, here, Donnie. Her name was Donnie Bergman. She's cute. Donnie, hit me up. Definitely hit me up. I'd love to. We can we can learn. We can learn together. Torah. No, there's no music. I'm just looking at the pictures here. Here, and we have Ori. Here's Ori. This guy's Ori, Basley. Yo, this guy. This guy's in love with his mother, man. Seriously. Oh, he's from a different culture. Oh, harmony. It, it's true, by the way. It is. It is a cultural thing. Yeah, yeah. It is a. It's a Spartac thing. But you're in America, bro. You know. I mean, I we know a billion of him. I know a billion. We know a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look. What do we have? Five, six hundred girls dated uh, between us. Probably a few overlap. Oh, harmony. Yeah, she was. She was very. She was adorable. Uh, I didn't see this girl, Cindy. I don't know why. Maybe I just I'm not recalling her. Noah Dreyfus, that guy. That's the guy you were referencing. Yeah. Faye. Faye, go Faye. And then, by the way, Faye's mother, I loved it. Faye's mother could not wait to get on the camera and then, like, five minutes in, go like, all right, this is where I leave you uh, because I don't get involved in my daughter's dates. <laughs> I was like, maybe you should have thought about the first 15 years. I don't know. Like, from women love saying that. They Hopefully. love saying that, man. I can't yeah. tell you how many dates I've been on where where the mother would, you know, say that. Like, within the first, like, I'd say, hi, how are you, Isaac? Okay, this is where I, they don't even respond or, like, acknowledge me. And they're just like, okay, this is where I leave you uh, because uh, my daughter is a responsible, mature young lady. Can we just acknowledge how <laughs> uncomfortable that is for everybody? It sucks, bro. But you know, if you're under again, if you're if you're dude, if you're under twenty five, it's 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 just ex that's what it is. I am. Lucky. You don't got much of a say. I think the heavens. Matter. I mean, Faye and that other guy. Well, what were they? What were they? Twenty eight or something? Oh, and his mom was calling him on the date. Like that was so times. planted. I, I that maybe was so planted, planted. Maybe not. Well, I was going to talk about that guy. Maybe he'll come up here. I don't know. Okay, so Nakisha. Hey, Keisha, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, I don't know any Jewish people in Utah. Now I know her. Isn't it? Who love to skate. That's crazy. Mm. That's like, that is an anomaly. This Stewie guy is adorable. Uh, but, you know. He reminds me of a lot no, of people I know. No comment. Yeah, a lot of people, <laughs> yes. Okay, Noah. Who's this guy? Noah Del Monte? Who is this guy? Is he the Italian guy? I have no idea. Is he the, is he the uh, Arab guy who was on yeah, there? He's like an Italian, Israeli, like you know? looking guy. I don't know. That's, that must be him. Is that all they have here? Is this one together? There's a lot of clickbait here. You got a lot of clickbait with this stuff. So it seems. Was that everyone on there? I don't even know. Ugh. What to watch. Hey, Alma. What's that? That one comes up. It's got to be some left wing, you know, something, something. That's the only stuff that comes up right away. <laughs> the stars, where are they now? Uh, okay, whatever. Anyway, that was enough characters, I guess. That was enough characters. But the guy that Faye dated. Yeah. Like, bro, get it together, man. Like, oh, first of all, he's engaged, I hear. So that was the talk in the office. You know, they're like, uh, hey, you heard that guy from the... And I'm like, uh, for, how would I know? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, you're talking about. Actually, I saw Mayor Coco post about it. That's why, yeah, we used to hang... People should know we used to hang out with Mayor Coco, just so you should know. And we were excommunicated from the group. Anyway, for for political purposes. Um, yeah, the dude was like, yeah, when he went to Jack, and he's like, oh, Rebbe, it's, uh, 
It's a, a minion, minion. I'm like, bro, take it easy. And I'm going to, I'll tell you what I would have told him. I would have told him this. I would say, listen to me, son. All right. Got a lot going on. You're a religious person. You're dating. You're, you know, you're, let's just say I could go down a whole list of things you're not doing, which means you're doing well. Tomorrow, one of your lines, <laughs> I would have told him, run for the hills. Run for the hills. That's and I would have just been like, bro, it's all right, man. Like, okay, so you can't get to Minion. It is what it is. Like, you know, it is what it is, bro. That's it. Again, a person needs to be. Think about it. Like, needs who, to let be me able ask you. To go to a date who do you and see? be able to go to a person you... and feel like they're at home. They're safe. They're able to be their authentic self with that person. They can sing and talk about their flaws and struggles and the deepest, darkest, most inner. You want to murder someone? Yeah, let's talk about it. Why? Yeah. What's the deal with that? You don't really believe God exists? Well, what's the deal with that? Let's talk what about What is it. the deal? Whatever it is, have that conversation with your partner. And don't don't rely on people who've not been able to have that authentic discussion with someone. You know? So And yes, do it like that, but not too much in a self loathing way. Self loathing, but honest, honest and real. That's all. People like genuinity, you know? I remember years I ago, I went out with some girl, beautiful girl. Uh, she grew up in, like, Westchester, you know, that that sect of the Jewish community. And uh, she became, you know, she went to Israel, found God, you know, all of a sudden religion. And then she married, like, some dude from YU. And this guy was, like, well, no, he was, like, president of the Depression Club. And I was like, hey, he owned his, he up? owned his stuff. And that's why I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what happened there. You know, good family, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Whatever the throws were, you know. Uh you know why? he owned his he owned his shit. That's you know, pretty much you know what why it comes down people to. people and people like that sort of mix together is because depressed people have had the real feelings generally and they understand. People who are authentic themselves will understand that they have felt depressed in life and they have mm -hmm. felt joy they have feeling and unfortunately for the community people hide it and they use things they use outlets forces other things to mask their depression and they take it out on their employees they oh, take it out yeah. on, oh, on, God. on their oh, school God. members by shushing the shit out of them for <laughs> oh reason. yeah oh to a million could not agree alcohol, more and it's could it's not horrible agree more. and I hate Could it. Could not agree more. Despise it. It's yeah, but then, uh, but then, by the way, I do call it out. But on the other hand, like, I just want, and, and I'll call those people. You got it. it go, having empathy, but also being like strict, are not mutually exclusive. They can happen together. It's not mm -hmm. war and peace. I'll. I have empathy. I have sympathy for. You know, I have sympathy and empathy for people. Course. You know, like like I'm saying, like we were picking on, we were telling about a lot of these guys who are on Jewish mat, Netflix Jewish matchmaking. Okay, bro, I have I have sympathy for these guys. You know, I have empathy. I've been there. But we got to call out the bull, the bullshit. You got to call it out, man. Like, what are you doing? Um, call it out. Do better. Yeah, I mean, specifically, I was thinking of like when better. he was with Donnie. Do better. Don, when Donnie, the girl, was with that guy, that uh, guy. the Sephardic. Oh, yeah. Minion guy. Sure guy yeah. yeah. And, uh, 
you know, she was like, yo, she was shit she testing was him. Great. She was giving it to him. She was, like right. And I was like, bro, what do you do? I'm like, Good bro, stand up for yourself, man. Respect. Right. I just wanted to tell that guy. No, no, no. I, res- I'm, I respect her for being. I, uh, well. Direct. With that's fine. Calling no. out his. Totally. Totally. Behavior. But I'm just saying with him, bro, get your stuff together or like, you know, at least acknowledge like if that was me in that situation, you'd never find me in that situation ever. I've never been in that. Uh, I would have said, okay, hold on. Hold on, Missy. Okay. This is clearly not going anywhere. Uh, I'm going to leave some money on the table and I'm headed out whenever, whenever you're, you know, ready. Cause we made, we made a, I made a commitment to, to go on an outing and you know, the bills on me, here you go. Here's my card. It's paid for. Have yourself a great day. That's it. It's that's it. It's over. That's what I would have done. Um, now, if she respectfully called me out for something respectfully, I can't remember if it was respectfully or not. I don't remember. I was, I was watching. I, I don't remember. Yeah. I was a little drunk when I watched it. <laughs> she was very respectful. But if, okay, so I, I, I wasn't watching it, but if she was respectful. She could have been a lot nastier. I would have been she like, been, I, 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 yeah, and I, I think she probably was. I, I just cannot remember offhand. But uh, if she was respectful, which I, I'm going to assume she was because I like Donnie, I would have said, yeah, you know what? I don't think this is going to go anywhere. But, yeah, let's just have drinks. Maybe I think I have – I think I got a I I got a total uh, stud for you, you know, back west. Something like that. There you go. Like, hey, we could just – we're friends. That's it. Don't, you know, don't look at me or judge me or, like, try to, you know, you take you care about humanity and you care about people and you see someone, you see their pattern and their error – Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. will hope. I mean, from a place of, of empathy and care, is don't do that to someone else. You stupid idiot! Ah, uh, you hate this guy. I, you want you want to hate him. Avery so wants to, uh, dude. Where were yeah. you for you? Where were you for Shavuos? Sure action! I can't. Where were you for Shavuos? Sure I was in the five towns by my family. <laughs> I could tell you didn't even need to tell me. I oh, knew yeah. already. Oh, yeah, yeah. All, <laughs> the, all the rage, dude. I see it. You're like, you know what you need to do. You need to. Uh, you need to smoke this thing over here. I only light one up for you. <laughs> I have the steam coming out of my nostrils. You have it coming out. <laughs> yep. I'm, like, I'm uh, like, bro, this was supposed to be a family show. Overall, I'm overall, because we have no a few minutes NPC, left. Yeah. We have a few more minutes left. But overall, yeah. um, I think everyone, I mean, you know, Aliza, Faye, Donnie, um, Sephardic minion guy, no, no. Sephardic guy out west, no, no. Utah girl, Utah. I was a Utah girl and Utah guy. I don't know. What? Every everyone did a great job. Everyone did a great job. Cancel the everyone show. Everyone did a great awful. job. I never want to see the show. And again. Uh, I love how I had so many people bring it up in conversation via text, email, phone call, whatever. And I was just appalled at how everybody complained to me. And was like, this, oh, I was, it was so cringy. And I'm just thinking, man, there's something wrong with you. If you found it cringy, that, pro- that, that onus is on you. That's your problem. Okay? It was a cute show. It, was, it did well. It, it resonated with a lot of people. Like, just, just, then just shut it off. Shut it off. I know why it was very awkward for most people to watch because most people are not used to seeing them on film. That's the reality. I'm on film because of this podcast. I was on film back when I was color war general and color war chancellor. 
and I was on film uh, back in high school when I was the senior skits, you know, lead. Like, I'm used to being on film. I don't care. Like, I, I'm, I'm used to that. But most, you know, most Jewish people are not, like, not on film, so they're not used to seeing themselves. And, uh, you know, they got to get used to that because Netflix, Netflix is out. Yo, season two is coming. Season two is coming, man. And Avery is going to star in it. Woo! Yep, we're making the announcement now. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, kidding, kidding. Just kidding. Uh, we don't want to, you know, just wanna, didn't want to break the cadence there. Okay. Uh, okay, so Avery, in our last few moments here, um, here I wrote this down. Let me see here. Buy suntan lotion. Oh, no, that's not it. Do you want to thank anybody? Do you want to thank anybody? Nope. What do you mean you don't want to thank anybody? You're a son of a bitch. I said enough. I gave you my... Yeah, what about... Do, in the, in the I, do you want to thank uh, uh, Chevy Lipschitz, who played Rosie? No. Do you want to thank Faggy Shrum, paid, paid, no. who played... Paid. Absolutely not. Uh, Rummy Meyer, who played Rabbi A.Y. Not a million years. Uh, Hani Kahana, who played Coach Hanna. Okay. Oh, yeah, you'll thank her? I'm kidding around with you. No, I don't, uh, I don't Yona and Hani Laster. I'm just messing. I'm, you caught me in the mood. So... What about a Hoover Shandleman? And what about this guy, Isaac J. Held? Uh, Die! Thank <laughs> everyone for coming on, supporting, watching the show, contributing to the show, making an impact in my life. Amen. And in the audience's life, and hopefully, again, resonated with you during this time period, the last three and a half years, whatever it is we've been doing the show. And... That's it. Be about, well about be it's yourself. a it's it's a, it's exactly four years. By the Joseph way, Campbell it's exactly says, four years. All your bliss take where you, take you where your heart leads you. Let your heart not be troubled. And yeah, it's been amazing, a wonderful ride. Amazing. It's not goodbye, son. It's I'll see you later. It's a big one, folks. Ij and Avery. Pull down the curtain. Mm -hmm. They retire after 100 episodes. At least Avery is. <laughs> uh, we wanted to thank everyone we in, we named. Uh, some other shout-outs. Rachel Vainberg, Ricky Yarmish, Amy Klugman. I don't remember Tamar's last name. Felix. Uh, Felix is, was a, is a friend of mine. I can't remember his last name. And then uh, Feldman. I gotta thank Shelly Feldman, Shelly Feltz. Uh, okay, so this is yeah, last time in the NTS bunker. That's what we're calling this now, the bunker. And uh, yeah, we yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. Uh, just want to play this song. That's it for now. We'll see. Well, any anything? Can uh, Avery? Is there? Is there like a way you would come back? Wearing the 45 jersey like Michael Jordan? To the Shidduch podcast? Yes. I think that part of my life is... Is dead and gone. Is for now, I'm dead. So, so nothing we can do. All right. Nope. Let's play some music because music is the way to go.
that just like came to an abrupt abrupt halt what about the uh, theme song <laughs> you like you take them off nobody talks nobody talks nobody talks this is the nobody talks shiduchim podcast all right folks as i usually end off happy face smiley face silly face Proud face, safe face, loud face, intriguing face. Continue the faces. Don't give up the fight. And we'll see you on the next journey. That's about it. Podcast.